brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Welcome to True Crime False Crime. I'm your host Jordan Catcher and I'm here to ask our contestants the question as old as the premise for this podcast. Was that a true crime or a false crime? Our contestant this week is Jeremy Staple. Thank you for coming in for questioning. Thank you for having me. Oh, it is a pleasure. How are you today? I'm good. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah? Yeah, I'm excited. Me too. I love playing this game and uh, it gets better with each person I play with. I feel you. Yeah. I'm excited to be another person you play with. Mm. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> in a moment, I will offer prompts about crimes and criminals in varying styles. And those styles either contain true real-life facts or purely fabricated phoniness, and it's up to you to figure out what's what. So much responsibility. Mm-hmm. Right on your shoulders. Mm. Square on there. Mm. Here's how the game works. Odd number prompts are always true crime, false crime prompts, and that means that I tell you about a crime, and you answer with true crime or false crime. Correct answers can get you one point. That's every odd-numbered question. But then, onto the even-numbered questions. Okay. Even-numbered prompts can be one of these five prompt styles, and they are chosen by you, but you can only choose each one once per game. Oh. So we have person of interest, it's the law, reverse round, sentenced, and have you seen that doc? Okay. And we'll get into the specifics of what those mean when you pick them. Got it. That way we'll, we'll keep everybody on their toes. The audience, you, me, our producers, everybody. 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 Footloose. Footloose. <laughs> Let's just kick off our dancing shoes, y'all. Our final prompt is always going to be last meal. And this is a death row inmate's final meal before they, uh, you know, bit the big one. Yeah. And it's either a true one or a false one. And you have to figure out what's what. And that is worth five points. Five points. I'll just do four of those. Oh, okay. <laughs> He gives back. He cares. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Mm. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. You can get a total of 20 points, and our top three-point earners on the season are going to come back for the season finale, and we're going to do some head-to-head competition. All right. Do you think you have what it takes to make it to the top three? I think I do. I think that could be true. It might be a lie. Or false. <laughs> All right. Let's get going with a true crime, false crime. Here we go. In 2014, married couple Elsa and Bernard Powell launched a GoFundMe page to raise money for their Airbnb, which had burnt to the ground during an accident with one of their renters. Over the course of three months, they raised nearly $100,000. However... An eagle-eyed would-be donor, Courtney Baldwin, recognized the photos being used on the GoFundMe page. She recognized them because they were photos of her parents' home that had burned down a few years prior. She reported the Powells who were tried and convicted for fraud. What do you think? Is that a true crime or a false crime? (laughs) I mean, wow. Uh Uh-huh. My gut tells me, I, I don't even know if I can trust my gut on this question because it's so damn crazy. It's wild. Oh, man. Um, don't try and peek. I'm not trying to peek. Mm. I'm just thinking about the question. Well, looking at the card. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. What do you think? Just let one go. Let one go. I'm going to say this is false crime. This is a false crime. Ah! That might be... And we'll fact check this at some point, possibly. That might be the first time somebody got the first one right. Well, you know, my mom's last name is Powell, so any shade I got to toss to the false. Absolutely. Protect the honor. Mm. All right. (laughs) So now we're going to move on to our even-numbered prompts. This is the first one of the game. You can choose either person of interest, it's the law, reverse round, sentenced, or have you seen that doc? Oh, my choice. Your choice. What do you think? Quite the gentleman. Well, I try. Okay. Um, that one. Have you seen that doc? Fantastic. So the way that this is going to work, I'm going to read you the title of a documentary or docu-series, and then just a little blurb about what happens in the documentary or docu-series. It could be real or it could be fake. You got to tell me what's what. Okay. All right. Once, twice, three times, a murderer. Three victims, three murders. A deep dive into murderer Clinton Haynes and his victims. I can give it to you again if you want. Give it to me one more time. Once, twice, three times a murderer. Three victims, three murders. A deep dive into murderer Clinton Haynes and his victims. I just don't trust you. That's okay. That's kind (laughs) of kind of cooked into the whole thing here. I want to, though. I want you to do well. I'm... 
That just sounds like a porno name. Sure. From the get-go. Absolutely. Once, yeah. twice, three times. I'm like, that's, I mean, it's the a good The meeting title. wasn't very long for the title. Yeah, I mean. When we were voting on the title, yeah. It, yeah. It, who knows? It could have been a short meeting. Jeremy, you can just let it go. It doesn't mean this much. Fire it one does. out. I'm going to call this a... Lots of ASMR here. It's it's a false documentary. That is 100% correct. That is a fake documentary. Mm. Let's cross off. Have you seen that doc? I have, but I haven't. You've seen it, but you couldn't because it was fake. Because it was fake. Moving on to your next true crime, false crime. I'm ready for it. In 1981, in Garland, Texas, there was a mounting concern that a string of robberies and assaults were the fault of an underground cabal of satanic worshipers. Police canvassed the city searching for information of this secret group of Satan lovers. However, once they hit dead end after dead end, the police switched their perspective to the folks reporting the crimes. This is when everything clicked into gear. It turns out that the Bible study group who had initially lodged this complaint were posting satanic graffiti, spreading rumors of Satanists, and dressing in disguise to perform these crimes in order to increase the size of their fledgling congregation. True crime? False crime? Listen, that's a script. <laughs> that's money. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll watch it. 100%. 1981. Garland, Texas. Sets no, what? The scene. It's Texas. Nothing against Texas. Beyonce. Mm, a great point for Texas. I'm going to say this one is true. It's a true crime. This is false. Oh, come on. Although, who knows? Keep your eyes peeled. Coming to theaters soon. Fake Satanists will work on the title. It'll be a longer meeting than once, yeah. twice, three times a murderer. All right. What do you think? Person of interest. It's the law. Reverse round. Sentenced. Mm, person of interest for 1,000 points. Mm, in your dreams. <laughs> Person of interest is going to be the name of somebody who did a crime and the crime that they did. They are either real or fake. Donald Duck, DUI and drug possession. Donald Duck. (laughs) DUI. I don't like this because immediately I'm like, okay, I... But maybe somebody is named Donald Duck. How the hell am I supposed to know? It's, a, it's definitely possible. It's just with the world today, people name their kids whatever. So I gotta. Be, what year was this? We don't have. Say. We don't have years on Damn. these. This is just the name and the thing that was done. Jeremy, DUI, I'm just gonna be so mad drug if this possession. is a real person. False crime. This is a true crime. Shut the fuck. I knew. A man named Donald Duck. I knew it. Was arrested for DUI and drug possession. I gotta trust my spirit. You should. For the rest of the game, trust your spirit. I am. I'll remind you next time we're at a, a, a crossroads of spirit. Please. I'll remind you. Thank you. On to the next true crime, false crime. In 2004, $12 billion in cash was flown into Iraq on 21 separate C-130 flights. Someone managed to steal $6 billion of the funds supplied by the U.S. Congress to be used in Iraq during the instability that followed Saddam Hussein's overthrow, when both private contractors and U.S. military forces tried to take control of the area. The, quote, biggest theft of cash in national history, end quote, according to Stuart Bowen, the Special Inspector General for Iraq Reconstruction 
who claimed he couldn't account for the money. So half of it, 12 billion was sent over there. Six billion goes missing. Honestly, because the, the car was just so long, I feel like it's gotta be a true crime. There was a lot of details in there. There are a lot of details in there. You wanna go true crime? Yes. That is a true crime. Woo! Which I'm also, sorry, microphone. How, how, come we, how come that's not like, oh, for sure, I heard about that. Six billion dollars. Listen, I mean, but when you said after, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, that was the time to make some things slide and slip. For sure. And they went slipping and sliding. Yes, they did without the water. So what do you think? <laughs> it's the law. Reverse round sentenced. Reverse round. Reverse round. So here's how reverse round works. You're going to tell me about a true crime. It could be a true crime you know about. You could make it up. I have to guess if it is a true or a false crime. If I get it right, that means you don't get the points. Mm. If I get it wrong, you get the points. Okay. <clears throat> there is a cat hotel. Okay. Great Yelp reviews. Just for clarification, sorry. Uh, cat hotel, uh, you bring your cat to you the hotel? You bring your cat or to they the have, hotel. They have, it's not like the, the hotel has cats. No, it's not like the hotel has cats. It's like, cat I don't friendly. want to bring my cat to Canada, so okay. she's going to chill in this hotel. Sure, sure. Yeah, cats yeah. love Canada. They Go do. On. Mm -hmm. I don't know that for a fact. I don't know why I said they do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trustworthy. Yes. So this cat hotel recently caught on fire. Oh, no. 13 cats killed. Oh, no. The owner has to make 13 phone calls telling 13 different owners, your cat got burned up in the fire today. Oh my gosh. True crime, false crime. Um, 13 is... 13 cats. That's a very specific number to choose when talking about uh, spooky, unhappy, not so great things. Is it? It's a false crime. It's a true crime. It's a true crime! My husband's barber Stop. just told him about it on Saturday. That's, did it happen to the barber? It happened to the barber's friend's oh, no. cat. Oh my gosh. I literally started crying. Yeah. I was just like, those poor cats. Yeah. Like, fire. Oh my God. Yeah. No cat I feel horrible, but I'm happy I'm sharing the story. Like, Absolutely. Find a babysitter for your kitties. Mm -hmm. Don't put them in those buildings because... Mm -mm. You never know what's happening. 100%. But also, like, nothing against that company. They're great. They're great. It's not their fault the fire happened. Look, we didn't mention their name. You don't no, have to we protect didn't. them. Listen, that's just me. I like to protect. Well, good job. Thanks. We got reverse round. Maybe the first to, to get reverse round. You are the first person to get reverse round. I wanted to go undefeated. What can I say? <laughs> I don't know. That was it. That's all you could say in that situation. Nailed it. Thanks. I'm going to drink some water with you. That's a good idea. It's good to stay hydrated. It is. <laughs> We're moving on to our next true crime, false crime. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> In 1957, Wanda Daniel donned a fake mustache and janitor's uniform in order to sneak into the British Museum of History. Using the access that was afforded as a janitor, she slipped into a yet-to-be-opened exhibit on the recent discovery of the biblical site, the Pool of Gibeon. She stole multiple artifacts and held the items ransom, demanding the museum pay her $7,000 per item returned. Oh. Oh, I thought you were going to say $7,000 total. I was mm -hmm. like, she's crazy. No, she's well, she's even crazier. She's going for broke here. She 
She wants the money. Honestly. What are you thinking? This woman is crazy. For sure. This woman is crazy. A hundred percent. I'm like, this, this, this is a false crime. This is a false crime? Don't talk to me like that. Well, I just want, are you locking okay. it in? No, I'm, this is a false crime. Clank, clank, it's locked. False crime. Correct, this is a false crime. Ooh. Excellent job. We have two remaining even round prompts. It's the law sentenced. What would you like? Let's go in order. It's the law. It's the law, it's people. It's the law. Here we go. Like a legal left turn. I'm going to tell you about a wacky law. And it could be real or, if you're sensing a theme here, it could be fake. Let's okay. figure it out together. Together. That makes me feel better. Good. We're in it together. Mm -hmm. Or are we? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> in Boston, Massachusetts, if you are late for a duel, your opponent gets one free shot from triple the agreed amount of paces. Boston's an old place in terms of America. The world's much older than America. Listen. Uh-huh. I will not go to Boston. You don't. I mean, I've heard about Jersey, but Boston? Mm-hmm. Boston's, you can't get there from here, right? Like, it's like, the city streets are so old and disconnected that it's like, wow. you, like, oh, you want to go there? No, you can't get there from here. Mm. Oh. Oh. What do I say to the microphone? I'm going to call this a true crime. False. Oh. <laughs> that is a false law. That's mm. not real. I wouldn't have been surprised. Like I said, Massachusetts is old. Boston's old. Lots of duels happened in Boston Listen, back in the day. I saw Hamilton. Exactly. You know, <laughs> Burr, sir. <laughs> All right, we have one more true crime, false crime. Okay. Sentenced, and then the last meal. How are you feeling? Hungry. Good. Let's get it. Let's go. True crime, false crime. Your last one. Mm. In 2003, Lucas Baker went on the largest crime spree Disney World has ever seen. He started by stealing nearly $600 of merchandise from gift shops. Then he set his sights on food and drinks. He made off with roughly $275 worth. Word was starting to spread around the park that someone was knocking off multiple shops and restaurants around the park, and security was on red alert. His final act was to sneak backstage and try to steal a costume for one of the park performers. He managed his way into the cast member tunnels, where he was spotted by security and led a 45-minute foot chase throughout the park before being tackled to the ground and arrested by Orlando PD. How old was he? That is not in the prompt. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's Look, there are some Disney adults. No, believe me. I've been there. Sure. Grown-ass women in Minnie Mouse dresses. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that was cute on your knees, mm. you know? But I also can't take it away from people. If you want to be a Disney kid your whole life, be a Disney kid. But there comes a point where you can't dress as Mickey Mouse anymore. Yeah, for sure. Stop bounding at can't. a certain point. You, you, you just got to put them on your T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, uh -huh. it's enough. You could also just like... Steal a costume? Uh, you could like things inside. You can. And uh, not tell the world you about can. it constantly with your outfit and words. Uh, honestly, I feel like Disneyland is a place where you want to go do some crazy sh you know? So I'm going to call Disney this... Disney World. I don't know oh, if that this changes is your world. opinion. Even better, it's in Florida. True crime. 
False crime. Dang. I knew that. I was testing you. All right. <laughs> Last even numbered prompt. We've got sentenced. This is going to be the sentencing that a judge handed down and the crime that befit that sentencing. Okay. Could I'm be true. Ready. Could be false. As punishment for vehicular manslaughter of a cyclist during a distracted driving incident, you are hereby sentenced to two years probation, 90 days in jail, and you must not own a cell phone for two years. Distracted driving, vehicular manslaughter of a cyclist, two years probation, mm -hmm. 90 days in jail, Mm -hmm. can't have a cell phone two years see here's the thing for what, me tell me about the thing 90 days is not enough okay how are you gonna check on me if i got a phone hmm. how are you gonna check on me hmm. how are you going to know i got another phone interesting so what are the checks and balances well they could check my phone bill they could i mean it's the government mm -hmm. let's be real but they've um, got access if they want it i'm just going to say i feel like this person deserves more so i'm going to call it a false crime this was a true sentencing. Damn. A true sentencing. How do you, but how are they checking on this person's cell phone usage? That's a good question. That is a very good question. It's it's real. A judge really uh, laid down that sentencing. Literally. It seems that like overcrowding usually lends to these like, I'm going to get creative as a judge because they're yeah. like, they know like, oh, I can't put any more people in jail. We have too many people in so jail. So judges are like, oh, you have to go work at Disneyland. Exactly. And keep away people who are trying to steal costumes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And don't own any sneakers. Shoes. Yeah. And also, you're not allowed to drink water. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's just the death penalty, but really, really long. If I was that person, I'd be like, boop, boop, got you, bitch. <laughs> you can't get me. I'm the gingerbread man. Boom. <laughs> We're moving on to the last meal. All right, let's do it. We're going to wrap it up after that. Okay. After this is the last meal of a death row inmate before they uh, moved onward. Okay. One bottle of Everclear grain liquor and a large pepperoni pizza. That's a good meal. I mean... I spent many a night having that meal. Listen, I can handle a whole pizza to myself. The liquor, I would take a sip. Um, I mean, it seems... I don't like not trusting. It seems like that's a good meal. Sure, if you're going out, that's a way to go. But if I'm going to die, I mean, I do want to be drunk if you're about to electrocute me. But sure. also, like, do I want to be present for it? So I, I'm not going to remember it. I'm going to be dead. Mm -hmm. Oh, spirit, speak to me. What are the spirits telling you? The spirit is telling me that that is a real meal. And remember, I, I, I was supposed to remind you, if you have a crisis of spirit, to trust your spirit. It's a real meal. I'm going to say truth. That is a fake last meal. Oh, my goodness. The spirit has lied. Miss Cleo. What was the final point tally? Seven. Seven points. Congratulations. You ended with seven points. Cool. Um, tied for third. Tied oh, okay. for third place. Bronze, baby, like Lincoln on a penny. So that's, <laughs> uh, you're still in the running for the season finale head-to-head -head game. And uh, we'll just have to see how things pan out. Yes. Before we get out of here, do you have any final words? Just a request. Sure. If you could make sure everybody fails so that I can be in the finals. I will not promise. Okay. But I'll see what I can do. Just see. If you don't, I might find you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. If you have any true crimes or false crimes that you'd like featured on the show, hit us up on Twitter at True Crime False or send us an email at truecrimefalsecrime at gmail.com. 
And uh, we'll be back soon with another exciting edition of True Crime, False Crime. I'm your host, Jordan Catcher. Stay true or false. True Crime, False Crime was created and hosted by Jordan Catcher and featured contestant Jeremy Staple. Our show was executive produced by Daniel Fastenow-Jones and Skylar Fastenow-Jones, who also served as editor and sound designer. This was a Little Bit Fastenow production. (laughs) 